0: the best way they told me to play it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My mama sent me here to get our check and go back home and we we can talk about each other now. You know what I mean? I'm laughing at what I did fucked up and if I fucked up or however it be, I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? While I'm taking that check to the bank.
1: the business is
2: it is another week in the books with the on deck tv podcast i am spike Lou.
1: man i'll let your boy animal brown animal underscore brian if you're looking for me on instagram and twitter
2: i am spike Lou on the same social streets i heard you got that tiktok cracking out there
1: hey listen i've I seen the funniest tiktok video of all time and i am so close to setting up an account but well, i might just
2: i might do it after this show fairly entertaining it is is are you, so yours is
1: ready to go. You got your it's dance not, moves and It's shit. fairly
2: entertaining in the clips I've seen. Not doing any dance moves at all. Very special episode we got for you guys today, though. Absolutely. First of all, a correction to the uh, lead-in of last week's show. Uh, we said the pandemic was over. Uh, that is not true. <laughs> Shout you out to said Sean Walsh. You said it was over as well. Don't try to throw me out there by myself. No, the pandemic is not over. People have been conducting themselves as if it is, though. We were just speaking to that fact, the Atlanta streets. But uh, we definitely want people to stay safe out there, mask up, and make sure they do what they're supposed to do to prevent the spread of what's going on.
1: Absolutely, man. But you said it. Very special episode today. Uh, Hello. Just... <laughs> who? who? Oh, <laughs> yeah, hello, <laughs> man. Today we discuss Tyson and Boosie. Uh, we discuss Jay Z's new legal marijuana strain, and we get to chop it up with I Got Cub Cook Up Boss, uh, from Nashville. Man, it's, it's hello. a very interesting
2: interview absolutely man he gonna walk us through the art of the troll man and tell us how he got from where he was to where he is now and you've probably been seeing him on those internet streets and also man we're gonna talk about ti versus jeezy that brand new versus just dropped uh first and foremost let's get to that
1: absolutely man so ti turned down the buster rhymes invite buster rhymes was online making his pitch to uh be a contender in the versus battle against Mr. King of the South. TI turned that down politely but did accept Jeezy's invitation. So we now have it set next month versus season 2 is Jeezy versus TI. We've got plenty of time to get to that and preview it and all that shit, but I want to know did TI run from the Buster Smoke or did that matchup just not make sense?
2: i seen a, a lot of uh, rhetoric out there that the king of the South was running from this smoke. You listen to this podcast, you know that's my guy. I'm here to defend T.I. Absolutely not. He was not running from any smoke from Bustin' mm. Rhymes. It just doesn't make sense. Due to the generational gap, and one of my buddies called me, he was like, man, they're eight years apart. Okay, that's fair. Bustin' Rhymes' first album came out, in 1991 with leaders Hmm. of the new school that's a whole decade before ti's first i'm serious album drop in 2001 so while they may be close in age i think it's 41 for ti 48 for buster rhymes uh i don't think just from a hip-hop chronological standpoint that it makes any sense at all buster rhymes got hits probably i mean big hits ti got big hits um it could make sense if they were in the same era, but being that ti just came 10 years later uh from bustle rhymes and it just doesn't make a lot of sense to put those two and pair that music together in my opinion
1: i agree it doesn't make sense we want to try our best to match up regions or styles at least and Busta Rhymes and T.I., it, just, it doesn't make sense the same way that Jeezy and T.I. does. At least they're related. They're pretty much in the same era. Uh, we saw this with Snoop and DMX. A lot of people complained that Snoop was from a different era than DMX. Snoop first album came out in 93. DMX first album came out later in 98. Um, so people, a couple of people were like, eh, Snoop got a couple years head start on them because they were hits between 93 and 98, crazy mm-hmm. ones classics before dmx was even heard of so a lot of people thought that was a little bit unfair Um, but with the buster rhymes and and ti now i will say this though but based off of what buster rhymes was doing on ig this slick would have been entertaining though because bus rhymes has actually been pretty entertaining these last couple days trolling ti he and fat joe were he he and, and ha Ha on, on IG live, and it was entertaining. They were talking big boy shit, and I like that energy right there. However,
2: Ti on the phone too. Did you see that? I, I didn't see that though. Yeah, he had Ti on the phone. They were joking on each other back and forth. So
1: that was ah, okay, cool. that's see. I that, I like that energy right there because I I seen Buster talking big dog shit. He has a nice catalog of music. I get it. He was talking big boy shit. We're just gonna have to find another matchup for him. Right, uh, T.I.G.Z. makes way more sense. We put a, a poll up on Instagram: which one would you rather see, T.I. Buster Rhymes or T.I.G.Z.? It was ninety-five percent T.I.G.Z. The streets have spoken. We got the right battle. I can't wait for it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, and this is should be very entertaining, like you say. You try to match matchups. You try to match styles. It's some sort of relevant or of them being together. And even with DMX and Snoop, though it was just five years, it's the dog thing. You can kind of tie that in, mm-hmm. the battle of the dogs. There's absolutely no reason to put T.I. and Buster Rhymes in the same room, other than we both rap. And I think you need a little bit more than that to make it entertaining, From well, to make it good. Or oh, people want to see it that wouldn't normally turn in. You need a, a tune in factor. With Jeezy and Ti, you got that tune in factor. You got trap music battling. You got Jeezy, who would say he's the pioneer of it. You got Ti, who would say he coined the phrase of it. So you're probably going to have a lot of slick talk. These guys are friends. That little competitive banter going back and forth. I would expect to see that. So this should be really good, man. And um, as far as a prediction on it, I mean, will you. You want to do an episode on it later or you want to get into what you think's yeah, going to
1: happen? It, it, first of all, that's one thing that let me down. Mm-hmm. The, the date for the battle is, nigga, week. We're going to have a new president yeah, what by the time it? the December, what? battle happens. What?
2: Was, it, was it November or something? Yeah, it's like November, like 18th. I was yeah, like, it's, what? What <laughs> oh, is <crazy>. a movie? <laughs> we... What is Jeezy doing right there? He can't do a versus battle tomorrow.
1: Why is this not this week? I don't understand.
2: <laughs> it should be tomorrow, please. <laughs> and
1: thank you. Oh, we got we got time to break down and analyze it man I just I, I thought it was funny that Buster rhymes openly stuck his neck out there to try to get in this and it didn't work but he thinks he's slick. I know what he's trying to pull his album comes out Friday.
2: Buster rhymes, rhymes has a oh, new promo
1: yes. So we know how Instagram is the new promo. We're not spending no money on marketing. We're just going to hop on live and talk shit. And it's going to go viral. And my name is going to be in Google searches from now until my album comes out. Because without Busta Rhymes saying anything about T.I. in this battle, we wouldn't be talking about his ass right now. And major blogs wouldn't be talking about him right now. But he does have an album coming out. It's got a lot of guest appearances, including Kendrick Lamar. So that should be interesting to hear.
2: This is the album that uh, I think Knife Wonder or someone said was going to be a classic. You remember they were about two years ago, they were talking about that Buster Rhymes album. It's supposed to be a classic album. It's going to be five mics if it was back in the day. You remember that?
1: I don't, but Knife Wonder or whoever said that lied to all of us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Extinction really Level it, Event
1: is the name of it. Yeah, said
2: this, this is supposed to be like a classic album. You yeah. No way you believe that?
1: No, I don't. I don't believe that. I'm going ch- to listen to it, though, but I'm not a bussing Rhymes. I'm the wrong person to ask about
2: busting Rhymes. That's a fair, yeah. I, I definitely wasn't a Buston Rhymes fan. Moving on, uh, Mike Tyson has a podcast. It's called Hot Boxing. And if you've seen the clips online this week, you've seen my boy, Lil Boosie, stopped in to chop up game with him. Now, there was a lot of rhetoric on the Internet about Lil Boosie getting sunned and not having that same energy when he went to go talk to Tyson that he usually has. Animal Brown, my question to you is this. Do you think Boosie got chin checked by Tyson <laughs> in the hot box?
1: He didn't get sunned, he got Mike tyson Oh
2: my God. Hey! <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, um, first of all, so the, the subject at hand was Boosie's comments about D-Wade's kid and of course, those went viral, the come on, dog, and all of that. We we all know about that. So he was questioning him about that, and I don't think he got chin-checked by Mike Tyson. I think this is all part of the brand and the marketing of the show. Um, great podcasts are about moments. And when you have somebody like Mike Tyson, who is perceived to be uh, a little mm, off-hinged, maybe round, reformed, yes. who knows, But he's Iron Mike He at one point in time and maybe still is the baddest motherfucker alive. So you get moments of him asking tough questions and then cutting people off and doubling down on those questions when the person tries to answer. And you get tense moments that are made for shit like this. They got the nice black and white footage on YouTube like it's a nice crisp look. They got the close-ups on Boosie trying to answer and shit. All of this is gold. He did the same thing to TK Kirkland not too long ago. That also was gold. This is just good content. Nothing's going to happen. Nobody's going to swing on Mike Tyson. Well, absolutely nobody's swinging on Mike Tyson, but Mike Tyson's not for to swing on a guest. None of this is about to happen. It's just good content for consumption. I'm here for it, but no, let's not be too serious. He didn't check
2: um, amazing content, amazing content. Did you watch the interview?
1: I watched watch half, of it. Well, watched I half of
2: it. You seen the intro like you seen it on YouTube? Yeah. Now it was good content in the sense of, I, I don't really never get to see little Boosie sit down and talk like that, especially with someone like when he first walked in the room, it was like, man, nigga, this is a, a bucket list moment for me. Yeah, it's respect. I, yeah, this is like, I had the punch out game. So I thought that was interesting in the fact of uh, people took some of those clips and online I seen, oh, he doesn't have that same energy uh, when he ain't the alpha male in the room or he doesn't have that same energy with Mike Tyson that he and do on IG has Live.
1: Nobody energy with Mike Tyson. What
2: are you <laughs> talking exactly. about? Exactly. And even like when you're on IG Live and you're performing as Boosie does on his IG Live, it's a different type of energy you need to have. I think both of them were very clear in this interview what the intent and the purpose of it was. Boosie was there to pick up information. Mm-hmm. And Tyson is there in the whole, like you said, even with TK, we seen with Joe Button, him was on there. like He's giving you information just from what you've seen. Tyson banks on the fact that so many motherfuckers are scared of me being the baddest motherfucker alive. I'm going to get you in here and I'm going to be vulnerable as shit. Like he led that conversation with Boosie talking about how he was a scared, petulant child. And that was the reason that he treated everybody the way that he did because he got hit in his mouth by somebody else. Yep. So I think people took some people I've seen take the wrong things from it uh, as far as it being a check from Boosie. Like you said, I think it was a really good conversation that needs to happen more. And it was good to see someone like Boosie, who you do see performing. Most of the time, like it's a performance. Even though it's IG lives where you think you're getting the inside or the behind the scenes. Look, that's a performance. You got to see him be uh, just a regular person because yep. somebody in that room was bigger than him. Somebody in that room that he looked up to, somebody in that room that he respected was giving him game. And Mike Tyson was dropping some shit on that. Like, I didn't yeah, even know was. that, with the exception of some clips and random episodes that I checked out, I didn't even know he got that deep. Like, I'm going to yeah. start listening to this based off some of the stuff that i seen and just the intro of the interview when I seen him introduce himself to Boosie and he was asking, like, who are you? And Boosie tried the old shit with, oh, nigga, I'm from the hood. Like, nah, bro, like, nah, we're not talking about, like, who are you for real? Like, that was striking coming from Mike Tyson. And I agree with you in the sense of, like, great content. Like, dude, ever since that Broadway play that Mike Tyson did where he did the stool by himself, yeah. ever since then, like, he's been putting out fire-ass content. Like, that's on, I believe it's on HBO. Uh, His Broadway play was like, I Am Mike Tyson or some shit like that, where he's sitting there like just talking on the stool for an hour, but it's probably the most fascinating shit that you're going to see just because of how open he is and how real he is about his career. So I I, uh, applaud Mike Tyson for this interview, for what he's doing in the space. Like, he getting it in.
1: Agreed, and to, to a certain extent, I, I know you're saying that Boosie is performing when he's on IG Live. Is Mike not performing just a little bit when he's pressing Boosie about these questions? Because at the end of the thing, he said he agreed with him, he yeah, just I, said, Who am I to, to speak on it though? Um, you so
2: know he's, putting li- he's putting on a
1: little
2: he put on a little bit. We I know think, cameras are on and mics are hot, we do. Uh, I think that more so for Mike Tyson, he's been performing his whole life with the boxing shit. Fantastic. And he alluded to it a little bit on Joe Rogan when I listened to him, he was just like, I feel like it's a mask uh, or it has been a mask. And I think that when he does his podcast, he, this is the least performative that he is. Like he's vulnerable, he's open. One, because it's easy to be that way around other men when you are the ultimate alpha. Like you said, no one's going to walk in a room with Mike Tyson and be like, I could whoop his ass, even at yeah, 50. Bro. So you can be, that's why I don't think it's a performance. You can be as vulnerable, as open, as transparent, because like at the end of the day, what a nigga going to say? Are like you going to make fun of Mike Tyson for telling you he cried outside because he was, you know what I'm saying, thinking about some shit that you wouldn't have cried about? No, it's going to be an awkward pause because Mike Tyson told you he cried. And if you laugh, snicker or anything, (laughs) I'm going to hold it right here for a minute to have a reason to go in on you and take out this frustration. So I think think that he does it very deliberately, like to see what people at with it. Like, are you up here playing with me? And if you're up here playing with me and not taking this serious, then I'm going to go in on you.
1: People love drama, boy. Did anybody Ooh, think they get checked? That footage is going to oh, fly man. across the world 3,000 times on IG, boy. It's just like, a
2: good conversation, man.
1: Yeah, it, as a whole. And hopefully, people yeah. didn't just stop at the IG 60 second clip and they went and checked out the entire joint. Facts. Hopefully. Um, moving on, man. New book alert. All right. Facts. 50 Rappers Who Changed the World by Candace McDuffie. Super dope con- uh, concept. I'm getting straight to it. My question is, who should be number 1 on this list? 50 rappers who changed the world.
2: Um, I don't think this book is in list format, but we're going to do it on deck style and give you who should be number 1. My opinion 100% is Tupac. That's the right answer. There is no mm. other answer. The most famous rapper, the I feel like I've said this here before and it may just be because I'm in this era and people in the era before me may say it. People in the era after me probably says Lil Wayne. Every rapper that I've ever seen had some semblance of Pac in them. If it's the tattoo, if it's a bandana, if it's like way that they try to approach situations, not even just from a physical, but even just rap or just their approach to the game. I feel like at least 95% of rappers are influenced by Tupac in some way. So I would put that in the sense of changing the world and being the most influential rapper ever
1: I can respect that and I and I refuse to argue with that I mm-hmm. it, it's tough she I've checked some of the book out she does not necessarily list them in any type of order wow. um uh, but I had to do it by decade because it's, it's impo- to me it's impossible I I don't I don't know how you could say one person mm-hmm. so I'm not decade'm I'm, I'm doing it by era. so if I had to say 90s I would say dre Mm-hmm. If I had to say 2000s to 2010, I have to say Wayne or Jay. That's really close. And in 2010 to present is Drake. That mm-hmm. the, All three of those people changed the sound of hip-hop as we know it at the time. And just like with everything else, shit evolves. You look at basketball. You look at the dunk contest now versus in 84. With The, the shit they were doing in 84 was revolutionary. You look at it now and that shit happens in game. So that's why I say it's tough for me to compare errors and just choose one, even though I'm not mad at the Pac. That's that's definitely a, a top-tier answer. That, again, there's no argument for me, but I had to go by error. And by error, I'm going Dre, Wayne, or Jay, and Drake.
2: You know why Pac is the right answer over all of them? Because he's so getting off in all of those eras. Pac can get off right now today. He could have got off ten years ago. He could have got off twenty years ago, as he did, and he could have got off ten years previous. Pac is the only rapper I feel like that could have did that. Maybe Jay Wayne got something to surprised.
1: say because Jay was here in the nineties, two
2: thousand. He Jay couldn't pop when Pac was around. Yes, like you can. wouldn't dare. What? I wouldn't dare listening to no Jay Z when hey, Tupac the- was alive, nigga. Are you serious? Wow.
1: You got put on uh, him in the 90s, bro. You got put him on in the 90s. Stop. Who? You
2: Poo got who put on Jay
1: and Hard Rock Life was in the 90s, bro.
2: No, I didn't. I got put on Jay. You J know J Hard Knock and... Life? Yeah, Hard Knock Life. So what 90s. I'm saying is, I'm not listening to Jay Z when Pac was around. Pac was dead. That is true. That's what I'm talking about. What are you saying? Ah, okay, I okay, did okay, get put okay. on tonight. night. I'm saying if Pac had been alive, I wouldn't have been listening to that because Jay wouldn't have been cool. The only reason I got put on the Jay-Z because i was like, hey, it's this new cool nigga from up north. He be spitting. My mm-hmm. boy Joe put me on there. And he wouldn't have been able to get that cool is my point if Pac <laughs> was still around applying pressure on him. So I don't think that he could have got off in Pac era. Meanwhile, Pac getting off in any era. That's tough. Even That's this Sangy-Songy era with Drake.
1: That's a that's a big what if. That's a we've always wondered that. What would Jay be if Pac was still alive? What would Jay be if Big was still alive? We that's always been the big what if. Would he have hit the 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 pinnacle of his career like he did if Jay was, I mean if Pac was still around? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I, I can't say he's too cold. And too talented and too good at what he do to not be successful though. That and he got the business mind to go with it too. It, it's Who, tough for me to be like, oh, he just uh, he he, he would have been Mike Geronimo. I can't do that. I can't do it. Well, like-
2: it was a different climate though. I ain't saying the nigga would have been Mike Geronimo. I'm saying he wouldn't <laughs> have been Jay Z. Like this, this, this is a, like there was a a lane that opened up when Big and Pac died for Jay Z to be Jay Z. That I'm I'm just not sure if that lane would have opened. That's true. Like not to say that Jay's not talented. But you, like, rap is about opportunity, and, and, like, shit, I'm not sure if that opportunity would have been the one that would have been there for Jay, if life, they were alive. Life is about
1: opportunity. It Absolutely. all applies. That's a fact.
2: Absolutely. One
1: thing has to – it's butterfly effect shit. Like, one thing has to happen for something else to occur. This is very true. I think he would have got there eventually,
2: though. Yeah, that that I agree with. Just mm-hmm. maybe not as soon or maybe not as big.
1: That's a fact.
2: Last, before we get out of here and talk to our man, Cub, we want to talk about the upcoming election. Make sure you guys go vote if you see it. Do so to do that. Uh, Joe Biden released a battle rap campaign Mm. (laughs) ad featuring DNA and Charlie Clips. Let me ask you a question, man. Is this cool or corny?
1: Hey, boy, when you're talking cool versus corny, there is a very thin line The slimmest of lines when it comes to shit like this, when you mix in hip hop and politics, when you mix in hip hop and mainstream, especially something that's anti-mainstream like battle rap. I watched the ad and two things that make this cooler than cornier. Number one, both of them niggas was ripping the shit. (laughs) Them two rapping ass dudes, DNA is cold, Charlie Clips is cold. So what they were saying was super, like they were, they were, they were barring each other up. And the second thing that makes it okay was that one person was playing the advocate for Joe Biden and, and for voting period. And then the second person was playing the skeptic. Which So they show both sides and and it wasn't just a Joe Biden dick riding contest. So that's why I'm saying I'm going to go ahead. And then plus it's getting people to vote for whatever it is, getting people active in politics, at least paying attention to what's going on. So for those reasons, I'm going to say it's cool, although I was skeptical before I hit play. I ain't going to lie.
2: I, I just, I don't understand the pandering part of it. I mean, I understand it, but I just, I mean, I just don't agree with it. Joe Biden can spend his time doing like much better things that like, I just don't understand who's going to capture or be brought in from this. I don't think that, and I may be wrong, but niggas that listen to battle rap, I don't think that they're going out to vote now just because they seen that these niggas on here rapping about Joe Biden. No, it's just, it's, just, uh, it's
1: no, time out, time out. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Everything that's marketing and pandering are two different things. You Bruce have to market if you're if you have to market to the demographic that you're talking to. If right. you're a presidential candidate, you have to do that. If you're Coca-Cola, so and you're not pandering because up? you have Travis Scott in your commercial. You're marketing to a specific audience. That's that's not necessarily pandering.
2: And, and, not in in that case that you just explained, you may be correct. In this case, you're pandering, in my opinion, because it's not marketing towards a specific audience. It's just trying to get a conversation, not about what you're doing towards a specific audience. Joe Biden, I mean, excuse me, Joe Biden can um, have conversations with that group of people that he's trying to reach without it being battle rap. And when I say it's pandering, I wonder where did it come across to him or his campaign or the people that were making decisions? Is this the way that they should have went with it? And the reason I say that because he had conversations with people who actually had plans and things that he could have addressed and those people were told to wait. But instead I want you to go rap about coming to vote because it's going to help me and I think it's going to get me put in the White House. I think that's pandering.
1: That's, no. I he first of all and and, and then also the tone of the commercial worked i i I don't it wasn't again it wasn't just man vote for biden he's gonna save the hood like it no it, it, it wasn't on that like fantasy land shit it was more a little more real the conversation between them two was more realistic than i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be vote for joe biden he's gonna save you know black america it it wasn't that bro like that so i can't that's what i mean when i say
2: pandering though you you framing a battle rap as a conversation is whack to me like that's whack that's whack to me because that's not not pandering it could be whack. it is pandering because Mm. when you're having those type of conversations about those type of things you're not doing it in a battle rap form like yeah, that doesn't happen you, so why would you com- frame it why would you frame it that way to try to pander to people to come pay attention to what you're saying have a normal conversation with people and the reason got, that i those say
1: commercials too though they've got they they those
2: have commercials those commercials too. they also won't have normal conversations the only reason that i'm saying that is because it's happened when they're like well we don't want to have a conversation but we'll put this commercial out to make you think that we're riding with what you got going on that's pandering. But that's what commercials do.
1: Commercials are 60 second and clips it, it, of it, your conversation because I don't have time to go around the world and talk to everybody. That's what a clip is. That's what a commercial is.
2: Right. But if that's the way that you're choosing to speak to a certain demographic that re- that's requesting a lot more then I feel like that's pandering. That's, that's one surface of the ways. Level stuff. It, it, uh-huh? It's one of the ways. It's not the only that's way. The only way that they've chosen. <laughs> No, like, that's that's no. one of the only ways that they've chosen when it comes to those type of people. Like, if someone's having ready or willing to have a normal conversation, that's been delayed. But, hey, if you guys will get up here and rap for me, I'll let you talk for me. That's pandering.
1: No, they, they've had conversations. You're acting as if he's been in a bunker and the only time you've it seen has. an ad was two niggas rapping. That's true. not no, true. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> That's not what I'm saying either. Don't put words in my mouth. All That's I'm saying true. is when he when he's been requested to have conversations or Requested they by who? you talking about,
1: like Ice Cube? What are you, what are you talking Cube, about?
2: Ice Cube, whoever's requested to have a conversation, Ice Cube isn't the only one. What I'm saying is if there's information or a demographic that he's trying to get, there's a lot more effective or a better way that it's looked in battle rapping or strippers. You're telling me that because people are watching commercials and they may be attracted to this, that this is a good idea. I don't think that that's a good idea. That's Pandering that's being dismissive of a demographic of people that need something from you, and you're telling them, Hey, sing and dance and watch this, and then just worry about the rest later. Let us handle that. That's how I take it.
1: And and if it was a commercial with two people in a barbershop talking to him, then it would be, and it's a 60 second commercial. What difference, how far along do you get in that? How Fam, far that's along how do you get in because that's any 60 how real life commercial.
2: conversations happen. In barbershops, people have conversations. People don't battle rap to get stuff accomplished, dude.
1: No, it's, it's not it's not necessarily getting anything accomplished. It's to get a well, message across. Well, if I'm trying to, people, no, no. But people make point, music
2: to get messages across.
1: But Joe Biden doesn't make music. That's why he got two niggas that rap. What are we talking right. about? Joe Biden so not rapping in the commercial. Did you watch the commercial?
2: Joe Biden's, Joe Biden's not rap. rapping. You're trying to be funny. I'm trying to be for
1: real, like. Joe Biden didn't rap, dude. Yeah, he got two I, niggas that rap to get the message across.
2: Did I mistake? Did you? Did you mistake me for saying that Joe Biden did rap? Because that's not what I said. I'm asking you, how is it a cool thing to do for him to put those people that were rapping as opposed to having a conversation? You're being dismissive of it because you may feel like you feel. I feel differently though. But you can't say debates are for. Yeah, but he's not having debates with those people that were battle rapping. My point is the people that want to have a important conversation with him about different things. He's put that off. He doesn't want to have the conversation, but I still want to pander to those people and have them vote for me and act like I'm paying attention by wrapping it in a battle rap commercial.
1: Yeah, I I understand that. I just don't think it's pandering. I just think he's marketing. Right,
2: so we disagree on it. Because if you you take the
1: same message and you put it in, first of all, presidential candidates have ads, correct? Or am I tripping? They have ads. Some of them are 30 seconds, some of them are 60 seconds. They're not going to solve the world's issue, no matter what the ad is related to, healthcare, schooling. They're not gonna solve those issues in the ad, but they still exist though. That's correct. Now, if, if you wanna do the ad where he's nigga in slow-mo coming off of Air Force One, talking to kids in the school, and it pans over to another clip of him doing something in Iraq, if you wanna do it that way, cool. If you wanna do it with three niggas in a barbershop talking this way, cool. If you wanna do it with two niggas rapping, cool. If you wanna do it, there's a hundred different ways to do the same thing. So I don't understand why one would be pandering and none of the others would. That's what I'm saying.
2: I don't get that. There's a hundred different ways to put out a message. Of course you can make a hundred different commercials. Well, you're telling me that these two dudes are having conversations about well, why you shouldn't vote and why you should or presenting whatever they presenting for Joe Biden or against him. You're framing it as if it's an important conversation. Frame putting that in battle rap to me is pandering. Now you're talking about political ads and, and barbershops and, and different things of that nature. I'm not sure how that ties in. They're all but yeah, people make commercials, how they
1: talk right? About. So they're people make
2: ads. commercials and people make commercials, pander to certain groups of, of, of people. Is that so what you say pandering? That's, that's what I'm asking. So no, I'm, I'm telling you that people do pander in commercials. It's not anything wrong got with you. it. The approach of pandering that they're taking as battle rep. I disagree with when there have been other methods to do so. You're right. You can talk in a shop. You. you can have airplanes flying across. You can have a bald eagle on there. I don't care. All of those ads are targeted to hit people. I do agree with that. Gotcha. This ad was targeted to hit people. But when you say that they're having a conversation and putting information out there of why this should happen and why that should happen, I don't see those other ads doing that. So I disagree with the the pandering. I feel like that it is. like I don't see the bald eagle uh, ad commercial telling people to make America great and going into policy about Donald Trump. But if you're telling me that these guys with Joe Biden are telling you why you should vote and stuff like that, then there's a more serious conversation that needs to be had as opposed to them right the battle rap.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the Trump Trump got the ads with with, with the shit too. But if it, if it's if, if you're if rap? you're considering all of that pandering, then that then yeah, that makes sense then. yeah, then that I mean, makes it sense. Don't then.
2: matter that it's Joe Biden. I'm not speaking here for Trump or Biden. I think that all of it would be.
1: I got you. That yeah. that, that that's where I was thrown off at. That makes yeah. sense. Um, let's get to our boy Cub, very entertaining rapper, man, social media presence, (laughs) super heavy. And hey, don't forget to pick up some of these gems he's dropping in here too, though. Like, let's see if you can pick them up, man. Let's check out I got Cub interview coming up right now. Hey, man, we are back. It's your man, Animal
2: Brown checking in. And I am Spike Lewis, another one for the books. I promise you this one's going to be epic. Hey, man,
1: we told you we had a special guest in the building, man. None other, Mr. Shife Life.
0: Hello.
1: C- c- Hello. C- what's popping, bro?
0: Man, not too much, man. Just up here, you know what I mean? Getting off, you know what I mean? We're trying to be recession proof, baby. Corona proof I- one. You know <laughs> what I mean?
1: Most definitely, man. Hey, hey man, you be causing hell on, on Instagram, man. We had to get you on here and get your perspective on a couple of things.
0: It's, it's, why certainly, <laughs> you know what I
2: mean? ask Let, away. Let's get into it, man. Tell me first and foremost, how the Sick of You Sunday started?
0: I started Sick of You Sunday off of these fucking rappers, bro. Right here, where we from, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These rappers is be doing so much shit that is not proper. And you know mm-hmm. how you got your friends all the time to sit there and tell you, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> but the nigga that's supposed to tell you that ain't cool, you mad at him for telling you, hey, that ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> so after you got got after they got mad at me so much, we're going to do it to them like they like it. You know what I mean? They like taking shit to the internet. So I just figured, shit, I might well just take it on to the internet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, are, are I was you, sick of it. I was just sick of the bullshit going
1: on. you consider that trolling, man? Some Someone consider that trolling, because you go in.
0: Man, it's the best form of trolling. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't take it no other way. I'm, listen, listen, <laughs> if that's what trolling is, I'm the definition of that shit, man. <laughs> you hear me? Because I'm trolling everybody. <laughs>
1: Like, how, when did people start paying attention, man? Like for real, for real. I I seen Shaq was in, was was talking to you and like how, when did it start to, to take off like that?
0: Man, you know when it took off, nigga, when that buck niggas got to playing with that punk. You know I went crazy <laughs> on that. Man, I missed the viral with that thing.
2: Now you did go viral with that, you went in. Let me ask man. you this. And I ain't even just talking about with the butt situation, but just in general. In general,
0: yeah. Do you
2: worry about any backlash from going in on people? I know what you said the other day when you was going in, you said you got to send your best goons. (laughs) So do you worry- I promise you do. (laughs) I promise you do. Do you ever worry about, do you ever ask yourself now, Cooker, man, I ain't going to say this, man. Or do you just be like, fuck it, I'm going in. No, man, fuck that shit, man.
0: I thought that, listen. You remember when the internet first came out? You can be whoever the fuck you want to be. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to know if they was really lying or telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Now they done made it so much of uh, the fabrication. The nigga that's telling the truth on the internet gonna get the most attention because mm-hmm. I'm I'm tired of you lying to me. You see know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's basically real. what it is. So so.
2: Is that I what can make? I
0: say what the hell I want to say anyway.
2: Is that what make the trap great again? It stemmed in. You tired of motherfuckers line, You trying to get it back to how it used to be?
0: Boy, you boy, you know how to say You know how to shape it up real good, boy. Hey, boy, you shape that up. I like that. You,
2: hear me? That, on. That's, on you the, that's on the city. I got you. I got you, <laughs> what brother. What you
0: said?
1: I got you. For yeah. sure. So, Hey, I, I, still, how you link up with Shaq though, man? Y'all had like a bet going on or something?
0: Yeah, 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 man. You know what I mean? He trying to pay me on now. I me mean, I can't get, we in LA, right? He trying to pay me a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? I can't get no blue check, you know? Like I'm a regular Verified guy. Yeah. I was trying to tell them, listen, cook up has surpassed where they thought I was at. You see what I'm saying? That's what That's what killed them. That's the part that hurt the most of um, feelings, right?
2: Yeah, I'm getting the gold plaque this week too. I
0: forgot
2: mm. about that. I forgot to tell them that part too. I'm
0: gonna
2: tell them on y'all show. When you getting the gold, the plaque, gold plaque this week, huh? Where you getting the gold plaque from? Uh, Echoes, me and Jelly Roll. Mm, nice. that's what's so nice. Now tell me, I, I've been knowing about you for a minute. What made you get into music? I know in your rant the other day too, you said you would have made more money rapper than most of these local jokers. Tell me about the money. Is- Tell me about what you've made rap and how you got into it and how you turned this into the business that it made.
0: Man, look, this is what happened, bro.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I had little cousins and shit. I had a studio. You know, my ace boom, the one put out Starlito, bro. You feel right, me? Right. So when I came home, they had Star. You know, what's his name? Um, uh, Playboy. Yeah. You know all these papers. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Chance. You know what I mean? And shit. Everybody i really was wasn't no rapper i was just trying to get in the business uh you see what i'm saying so i ended up having a studio then you know how motherfuckers they An artists attention span is only when the fun is going on you yeah. when it's the business time the artist don't have no attention like his, his whole life just like now you see what corona done did the most of these rappers Nothing. But mm-hmm. but you know, they 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 don't want to do it that much no more. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then back then, you know, where we from, it wasn't just bringing in no hell of a money, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the money a motherfucker did make, shit, he was trying to put it in his pocket from making back from what he done already spent. You see what I'm saying? It's damn near right. like chasing your tail. After they quit rapping, man. Motherfucker just tell me to get in the boo bullshitting one day, man, and I just get in there and do all the funny shit. I really was joking, bro. My first <laughs> CD ever was spinning something with me, bro. The whole tape, I can't even find it.
2: If I somebody got it,
0: i pay them for it. Was that the one you
2: remember? You don't remember you pulled up on us down here. Faye was in the studio. In the A, yep. yep. We went outside. Yes, that's smoke. what I'm talking about. You let me listen to it. If
0: my reel's bigger you, than your TV, bitch, I ain't coming in your house. <laughs> yeah.
2: I told you, you sounded like Project Pat to me. We went outside. Dude. We listened to it. I remember that. I do. Yep. Remember yeah.
0: That. Ever since then, man, I've been joking. And guess what? One of my songs. It was just a funny shit. And I know y'all remember it that pow, pow, pow shit, (laughs) and that rap. Man, that shit got me in there, man. I ain't moving shit, man.
2: I remember that. When you say got you in there, who turned you on to the business of it? Because it wasn't, in the city, like a lot of people, like you said, they ain't know how to make no money from rap, man. So who turned you on to the business of it, getting some money from
0: it? I, I I will honestly say, the star guy really turned me on to the business of it.
2: That's real
0: made me stay focused on it anyway like look Sha, you got something mm-hmm. don't let it fuck up he said because that was most of the nashville you feel me they get them a little something and 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 get hype 30 minutes down the road they don't even know your ass nope. you know what i'm saying and really my boy chino chi too though yeah. i got to get chino chi his problems on that too because 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 you know, they had us around God and all these people, you know what I mean? Mm. Jeez and motherfuckers back then, you know, Great Goose Days, all this old shit, you know what I mean? Faith, right. you know what I mean? All these people that I really didn't, you know, they were just, I was just around. Yeah. And then I, I, I seen, I really I really saw where most of the niggas were lacking at, mm. you, you feel what I'm saying? Me being the street nigga, I'm just coming in, I'm seeing where you lacking at, you know what I mean? You feel what was what,
1: what weren't they doing though? Like, where, where, where did, what hole did you see that you could kind of feel and be like, ah, oh, that's where you blowing
0: it? I'm gonna tell you what my homie used to tell me. You got to be both ends of the stick. Mm. You got to be the money and what you talking about. Mm-hmm. You got to be the plan and the studio, you know what I mean? You got to have the talent, the money, the studio, plan. Yep. If they don't got that, man, I don't give a fuck, they can rap, they, they can be the best, I tell them all the time, the best rapper. Broken the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. <laughs> they I, don't got all that. Yeah, that's, that's all being both ends of the stick. You know what I mean? Yo. If, 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 if you the rapper and you got to wait on a nigga to pay for your studio time all the time, you're not both ends of the stick.
1: That's real. Yeah. It, uh, how'd you link up with that little bro? That, that seemed random as hell.
0: Man, that was the best shit of my life right there, man. You hear me? Because get what I found out too. (laughs) Niggas don't buy music.
1: That's true.
0: Niggas don't they trying to burn your CD, get it on YouTube, all that shit, man. Listen, I linked up with Wolf and the white people and the people that do music and shit like that, man. They really buying music. They supporting. That's why I don't that's understand when a motherfucker get to talk about support, support, support. So, so me liking your picture, that's supporting you. <laughs> I can do that all day. I would rather you get on here and try to download one of my songs or run my streams up or buy. You don't never even got to listen to it. Mm. You, you can if you can a motherfucker can pull up on you and show you in their phone. Hey, yeah, look, homie, I don't really like you, but I fucked with you and then bought that. Get what I'm gonna shake re- that man's hand bro that's real because I respect that more than anything bro you feel what I'm saying no because they taught me a little more too like see the what what I didn't learn with the with with the with, with the with the with the uh, I call it the black and the white side man like like okay we doing clubs and shit right mm-hmm. in the club I got to have my pistol on me and shit watching niggas trying to snatch my jewelry all uh, type of shit right I mm-hmm. can't sell no merch I can't sell no merch, you see what I'm saying? I got to, my eyes, I got to be watching too much. I got to doing venues and and arenas and and, and, and all that shit. Man, you can do your show, come off the stage, shake your fans' hands, take pictures and shit. Go back stand at your merch table, make you some more money. Man, it was a totally different thing, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, so when I explain that to people, and they know, and they really never done that, that shit goes straight over nigga head, bro. Yep. Nope. You know what I mean? And then they look at me crazy and I tell them, look, man, yeah, my CD, probably, I probably sold 3,000 of them, but I'm on my 11 or 12,000 hat that I sold for $45 nope. all the way out of nope. that CD. So one hat damn near bought five CDs every time.
1: Nope. That's real.
2: Tell me about tell me a little bit about Change the Vibe. Speaking of streaming, I know you got the new one on the stream, which is what Chris. Tell me a little Chris bit about Flair, that.
0: man. That's my artist Chris Flair, man. I got true artists. You know, I signed the shit, man. You know, I try to invest my money, help out. You know what I mean? And shit. Yeah, you know I mean, but Chris Flair, real dope. It's changed the vibe. I got that Tony Montana on there, and that I mean top down. It's more on a on changing the vibe, like you yeah, know, I mean, you know, it's, it's a lot different. of bullshit going on in the world. You pop that in, you listening to it, you are gonna roll you one, and I hope you forget everything going on for why these four songs is playing. That's real. I mean? That's it's, what I call changing the vibe. You know what I mean?
2: What Chris Fluff from? Uh, he from Ohio. So. When you on the road, I know you, I seen you on tour with Yellow Wolf and those guys. Do you find artists and, and sign them if they got dope shit? Like how that whole road process work? Hell yeah, yeah, that's what you do. Man, You got listen. anybody from the city? You sign any artists from the city? No.
0: <laughs> Don't no. do them
2: like that, cool. Don't do the city like <laughs> that, man. I, I ain't gonna do the city. I
0: got, I got, no, I got, uh. See the difference between this in the city. It's like I go back to that. While I finna explain to you again, like Let me hear signing you. your homie. Okay, you don't want to be your homeboy boss, do you? Okay.
1: That's a good point.
0: You feel me? You, you can tricky. be. You can be, but you don't want to be, cause you, cause mm-hmm. cause that go back to me when I got to correct you of, as being the boss. And the and the employee the, they're gonna throw the friend shit in there. We thought we we thought we was homeless. No, mm. business. This business now. We 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 business. You know what I mean?
2: But motherfuckers
0: yeah. guess, you know what I mean, and then that's that's another thing in Nashville, they never got that man. I, I don't think nobody fully turned the music shit to business around here yet, you know what I mean. You feel me? Mm. Motherfuckers yeah. can laugh their ass off and joke. But three hours this way down y'all way they're getting off, signing people and motherfuckers got major deals and shit. Two hours the other way, is still going down. And you know what I mean, M town. You know what I mean. Yep. So I be trying to figure out: is it is it is it is it the politics of Nashville, or is the people in Nashville? That's true. And I and I and I really think the people doing it, cause the people control the politics and shit. You know what I mean? So if if y'all remember that nigga that came here and did that radio station, it was like on 106. His name was Taz Daddy or some shit back then, bro. Yeah. You don't remember, dude? Like he could just walk up and pay him, then he gonna play your shit on the radio, bro. And Yo. they fired that man and got him way from around here and turned that station to talk radio. Of
1: course, You think it's, uh, it's because Memphis people got an example and Atlanta people got an example of people that have made it. So they feel like they can make it too. In Nashville, we ain't necessarily got a bunch of examples like that. So people don't really think they can do it. So they don't want to put the work in. Something like nah,
0: that? No, no, because Cause more money go through Nashville mm. on music tip than Memphis and Atlanta put together.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: And we can't get a, just a little chip hey. on of- it.
2: Start from a business tip. I mean, there are some, Star had, had, had a, a good run. He had a good run. Like you said, he taught you some stuff too. So, I mean, there's some small examples, but there are some now, but it's not a lot like yeah, Memphis. Memphis, I agree. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
0: yeah.
2: What, what that tour life was
1: like though, man. Y'all went around the country, didn't you? Oh,
0: man. Yeah, man. See, that's another thing I done killed them, man. I done been on five major ones, man. Mm. Didn't even know how to hold the mic. Look, I was up there some nice like this. <laughs> you did know what the fuck going on, man. You hear me? Yeah. I had to get back and practice. That's what I used to tell me. Man, listen, homie, I ain't, man, I ain't ashamed to tell no. Man, I used to get back, look in the mirror, man, tell myself, man. Mm-hmm. Man, they're going to laugh at you. So if you don't want this to be funny, you better take it serious, my nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man, listen, man, homie. This this how I tell them motherfucker, man. This me too now. This me because you know everybody y'all you know I man, homie. Mm-hmm. I'm getting up there uh, doing real trap music for three, four thousand white people, bro. That damn they really don't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> you feel me? Real. But they, I I got their attention now, right? So my thing was, okay, I got y'all motherfucking attention. If I got to get up here and talk about your mama, nigga, I'm finna do that. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck my rap then, fuck that goddamn music off. i seen you laughing. Yeah. Goddamn, yeah, this motherfucker, this fat motherfucker down here at the front row, they laughing at me. I'm gonna turn the show on your ass. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And, and that help you get more comfortable with it.
0: Man, I'm talking tell about that man, got up. Me to the point where, man, you hand me the mic, man, your ass grass.
2: Yeah, I'm ready <laughs> now, baby. <laughs> Coming <Yeah. with, laughs> <come with> up <laughs> where we come from, you gotta be able to defend yourself, you to tear nigga ass up. Like, yeah, man, I got you. Well, okay, so. then.
0: okay then, god damn it, okay then. Everybody that come from where we come from, no. Nope.
2: <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. If
0: you don't know how to tear no nigga ass up, you might be, you need to be quiet
2: or go sit <laughs> in the
0: coat. Your ass is <laughs> crazy.
1: Or your ass is <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Hey, man, I, I know you got some new shit on the way, too, man. How you say cook up boss in Russian? In Russian,
0: Boss Yes. How See, you they come don't come up know with that. Cook up got fans way in Russia. Man, this shit is out of control, bro. You hit me. They call me Boss Kadosky. That's the boss of cooking over there. Look how My it boss is Look at that. That's how they spell it in there. <laughs> man, these Russians made all this shit for me, man. That's man, hard. This is, man, this That's shit killer. is crazy, man. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard. You know I mean? For real, man. This shit, real life, man. I that's, that's why I get on now. I know I can sometimes I might go overboard, but I tell these motherfuckers, man. Listen, the nigga that couldn't rap has passed you. Mm-hmm. You ought to feel some type of way about that. That's what I'm trying to do. And then it's to the point where I want to talk about them so much that they turn great. You know where I can like, man. I want to show that nigga. Fuck it, nigga. You feel what I'm saying, homie? If that's nope. what my town needs, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the nigga. I can be the second place. I ain't. I've never planned on being no fucking rapper in the first motherfucking place. You <laughs> feel what I'm saying? So if I got to be the motherfucker to tell everybody, hey man, man, you ain't nothing. <laughs> For you to be great. I'm going to be that, bro.
2: What sick are you saying? See,
0: people don't understand this shit, man. They stupid. They got too much feelings in this shit, man. Mm-hmm. If they just look at it for what it is and, and quit trying to critique that goddamn thing and, ooh, and cry and all that, man, hey, man, I ain't got time for that shit, man.
2: Real. I get it. I get you it. is it. well, first? Well, That's why you're an a, a unrapper, not a rapper, right?
0: Man, I will keep trying <laughs> to tell them. Man, only time y'all gonna see me get up here and cry if cook up can't pay his bills. If I can't take care of my children and shit, man, I'm yeah. gonna be on this motherfucker crying like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna have all my problems up here. That's like that's like asking a motherfucker, "Hey, man, stay out of my business." But you put it on the on the internet.
1: That's true. It's open season.
0: Okay, then. that's yeah, what i, I got you to telling it. me stay out your business. But it's on the internet. You made it my business.
1: Right, you ain't lying. No. What's I, I know the album come out Halloween, right?
0: Hell yeah, Boss Barskadovsky man. I got them slappers on there, man. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm dropping Thanksgiving too. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I own my own masters and all that. See, they didn't know the, 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 the this this shit is a business, man. That's
2: I didn't rude. get Life
0: signed. Works. I made a partnership. See, people, all of them didn't understand that my Yellow Wolf thing was a partnership. That motherfucker mm. said shady slash slamerican slash shite life on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, they didn't understand that. See, I don't want to play the role the best way they told me to play it. Mm. You know what I mean? My mama sent me here to get our check and go back home, and we can we talk about each other now. You know what I mean? I'm laughing at what I did fucked up, and if I fucked up or however it be, right. I'm going to do that, at, you know what I mean? While I'm taking that check to the bank. <laughs> That's
1: a mentality. Hey, where you trying to take it, man? Where, like, what you, I know you got some shit, some 2021 shit planned or some some big dog shit. Like, where you trying to take the game though? What's next? Man, I
0: I, I really, for real though, homie, I would rather see one of these motherfuckers around here get on, bro. Instead of, you know, I just keep pushing my line cause I got the line to push. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? To my line run dry. I'm gonna keep pushing that motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? Real. But I would rather see one of these other people get on, man, and do their thing, man, and just let me get in. Mm. I'm, a, I'm that guy, bro. I ain't trying to, you know what I mean? I've I see, not see the beautiful thing about it is I never planned on being a rapper or none of that shit, bro, you know what I mean? When, I, when the opportunity was presented to me, I just took my opportunity. Yo. You see what I'm saying? And what, what rappers don't know is consistency.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't got to be the best rapper, man. Some of these motherfuckers, man, dumb in the box of goddamn rocks, y'all hear every day. They ain't yeah. rapping that shit, man. An engineer piecing that shit together. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause after, after four five albums of that shit, you probably on to the next motherfucker, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if the rapper ain't consistent with his own shit and trying to, you know what I mean, and trying to, and trying to convince you that he is an artist and you like his art, other than that, man, they, these motherfuckers dead. You see, they don't got nothing. They ain't got no more money on their ear, or they ain't got no goddamn money on their Insta. Or, you know what I mean? It's quiet. They ain't since got the nobody Karana, to beef different. with or nothing. No, it ain't interesting
2: no more. Yeah, it's true. It, it have been different out here, man you done found a way to stay alive with their sick of you Sundays, man. And we man and what over here on the deep man deep. teddy <laughs> ass up, baby. Yeah. Y'all me. Time. Yeah, time, man. We sure appreciate you stopping by, man. We really appreciate cook-up, man. We had a good Hell, time. Yeah,
0: yeah, man. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Y'all yeah, mean
2: fact, man.
1: You already know. We're gonna be on the lookout for that new one on Halloween. I can't pronounce it. I'm gonna fuck it up if I try to pronounce it, man. I'm gonna fuck Boss
0: it up. The Duff
1: Hey, there it is, man. man. The one and only Cook Up Boss, man. Make sure y'all follow him on Instagram. I'm sick of you, Sundays go crazy. Check out that new project, Cook Up. We appreciate it, man, as always, man. Man, we are back. That was Cub, Cook Up Boss. Y'all make sure y'all check out his new project dropping Halloween. I still don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm not gonna try, man. Dope interview with Cub, though, for sure. Cook
2: Up in Russian, man. I really enjoy that, man. Uh, I really enjoy how he was able to walk us through how he was able to profit of what he did and Absolutely. what he does if it ain't necessarily just selling a million records, uh, selling hats and merch and, and, those good things. We really appreciate that conversation, man. Shout out to cook up.
1: Good looking cook up. Uh, man, before we get out of here, we got some wins and some losses. First, we got a W two J Z. He is now in the legal marijuana business. He's got his own strain called monogram. Are you checking for the monogram?
2: Man, I hope, as long as it ain't as expensive as Ace of Spades, (laughs) I ain't trying to get no (laughs) Ace of Spades or weed, nigga, because only too much more you can add to that shit to make it more stronger. So, nigga, I know Jay gonna try to come out with some whole high-ass expensive rapery, so I'll try it. I was
1: just just about to ask, how much different realistically can it be? Is it like champagne? Because champagne can only be so much different.
2: It's, it's similar. Like there is, I mean, some stuff will make you higher, some stuff you make you more productive, but uh, it just depends on like the Indica, Sativa, but it ain't, if you, if you're smoking good weed, it don't really, it ain't that much difference. <laughs> Unless like if you're smoking dirt or you're smoking good weed, or I mean, like those are the only differences. Once you get to a certain level, all of that shit, gets you pretty high
1: monogram. Uh, we got another W to Travis Scott. His 2020 just keeps getting better. He is named as the creative partner for PlayStation 5. Another W for Travis Scott.
2: Somebody would have told you that this a rapper would have been with McDonald's, Sony, Fortnite, Jordan, Fortnite. <laughs> like would you have been, would you have picked Travis Scott? Nigga, in the same year. Same year. <laughs> Jeez. Niggas want to yeah, talk nope. about MVP and W. Uh, paved away. Nope, Drake nope. is envious of Travis Scott's 2020. Yeah. And that's a crazy thing to say.
1: Now, that's a fact. No no details as to what it even means as a creative partner, but it doesn't even matter. That Cactus wow. Jack logo has been put on everything. <laughs> Big boy brands, nigga. PS5? That's Crazy. crazy. Uh, We got a W to Drake fans like myself. He released a trailer for his new album, Certified Lover Boy, coming January 20-fucking-21. Let's go. Shit.
2: (laughs) Name like that, man, it's gotta be a classic. I'm calling it now. Five mics. You name your album, Certified Lover Boy. It better be fire. Fire. Out the gate. He better be spitting flames. I'm talking about like a nigga made a big Benny and Westside like them Griselda niggas would be ripping it like Conway got to get him on the phone after the first bar, like That's nigga you fact. going crazy nigga. You got to be level you're You gonna have that merch too?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I seen the merch already. The merch already kind of slick leaked, if I'm not mistaken. Really? They got Nike merch, which is <laughs> which is crazy. Cheat, cheat code. So um, cheat code. Re- real quick update to Hurricane Chris. We reported on this couple of weeks ago, couple of episodes ago, he was caught up in a self-defense case or what he claimed to be self-defense. He has now been charged with second-degree murder. That is not a good look. His court date is set for January 5th. Damn. That's
2: rough right there, man. Um, remember, rough. we initially reported on it, like you said, they thought it was a carjack and then Hurricane Chris said he bought the car from a nigga and that nigga stole the car nope. and this nigga ran up on him said it was his car. So a whole lot of stuff going down. Condolences to everybody involved with that, man. Hope the best possible outcomes come from
1: it. That's a fact. Um, On Deck of the Week, we are going to Patreon. Another subscriber. Shout out to Bakari S. We appreciate that. Um, Enjoy that content, man. We got reviews on reviews, and we got sports shit going on over there, too. We got movie shit going on over there. We got fashion shit going on over there. So triple salute to Bakari S, newest Patreon subscriber. We appreciate it.
2: We appreciate Bacard man. He been rocking with us for a long time too in the rap chat and all those different places. So we definitely appreciate it, man. And the rap chat launched this day today, six years, well, four years ago, I think. I got a notification hey. on Facebook.
1: Anniversary, so to Facebook man, chat. call out.
2: Absolutely, man. Uh,
1: What you got to put me on?
2: Hmm, this is gonna surprise some longtime fans of this show. My put on for this week is a podcast. Joe Rogan's podcast. would Featuring get- Kanye West.
1: I see you, boy.
2: An amazing conversation. Of in course. my opinion, no, in my opinion, Kanye West should stick to long format communication because I understand a lot more after him talking for three hours to Joe Rogan than I've understood anything he said in the last 10 years Mm. it's just because like Rogan gave him the freedom just to get his thoughts out and like actually tell you what he's trying to do and after hearing that like I think his friend, Kanye West friends, do him a disservice. Like mm. letting him run for president and do all of this dumb shit. Like, dude got some for real deal, like world-changing ideas. Yep. He just doesn't seem to surround himself with people that help him accomplish those goals. And if I took anything away from that, it's that like you gotta as, as much as you can think, and it's as big a thinker as he is. You got to put people around you that nurture that. that like to keep you in line and like make sure that those big ideas get accomplished. Like that was a dope ass interview, dude. And you know, I'm not here for any Kanye content. That was a really good interview. I I was tapped in, I'm I, I've listened to two hours and 30 minutes of it. I got like 40 minutes left and all of that shit is good. I highly recommend that Kanye West interview.
1: Yeah, I, I checked out. <clears throat> I checked out about thirty minutes of it, so what? I got about nine hours left. Yeah, um, man, two hours left. That five, Yeah, no, it was good. I see. I speak Kanye fluently, so yeah, I don't. This, I, I, I already kind of know. Uh, at least I think I know or I have an understanding of what it is a lot of times that he's trying to say and I do agree long form definitely works for him because him at a radio station trying to think of an answer in 10 seconds like it, it, it doesn't work for uh, somebody like him And then, but then I also follow him a lot so these concepts that you're speaking of I've probably heard him talk about them or at least tweet about them already
2: like so, the farming and the biodegradable shit
1: yeah tough Yeah, yeah. He spoke on he spoke on stuff like that in in spurts and different interviews. And so so I I get what he's trying to do. I don't agree with everything that he's doing uh, with the, the presidential stuff. I think it's a waste of time. Um uh, and a couple other That's my I point.
2: He- that was my point about friends. Like somebody could, like the things that he wanna do don't come with being president of the United States. Like I get more I while agree. he while he's running because of the ideas that he has, but then you don't you don't get that shit done by being president. Like Elon Musk not trying to be president. I was just about to say that. He like, Elon that Musk. Yeah, like he owns some Elon Musk, like uh what's your boy from Apple? Steve Jobs, like he yeah. more in that lane. So he, I would continue philanthropy and making more money, as much money as he can to do those things. But that whole, like, whoever's advising him on presidency, telling him that shit's a good idea, like, he needs some, some, some stronger men around him, I feel like. Because one of the things he said about Joe Rogan that really stuck out to me, the reason he said he was able to be, like, so open. with Rogan, he was like, I've never had an interview like this where I didn't feel like it was somebody from high school, like, just trying to get back at me. Like, I, like it wouldn't, he said most of the interviews, people have an agenda, they like, they have this idea in their head of who I am, so they kind of approach me that way. You know, like me or don't like me, they just have a set agenda. And he's like, Joe Rogan, he's like, you're different because you just let me talk. Like you let me be who I really am, I didn't feel threatened by it, so I was able to be like more, coherent in my opinion but that shit was good man that was a good ass interview
1: yeah i'm gonna check it out man um real quick what i got to put you on shout out to i got wash put us on a new show the undoing on hbo i checked out the first episode i'm fucking with it it's in the same vein as big little lies you know those one percent problems it's a mini series six episodes i love those straight to the point we got a bit, be- a beginning, a middle, and the end. So as long as they're able to stick the landing, this one should be solid as well. It is on HBO. It's got Nicole Kidman and some other people who I don't know. But stay tuned because it could fall off. But the first episode was solid. I'm fucking with it. HBO be cooking lately. I just got it's very the very true craft country. HBO gets it in absolutely man hey listen we appreciate y'all tuning in if this is your first time make sure you hit that subscribe button go to youtube.com slash realville subscribe follow us on deck tv podcast on ig and join the rap chat too man facebook rap chat search for the groups we appreciate
2: it absolutely every wednesday come support the real we out